Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxie here. Homies, it's time to talk about the Backdoor Cover Book Club. Y'all want to see the other nuts bets and even parlays that our Backdoor Boys bet? Have you ever wondered how these homies make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just $25 a month, you can see all the other wackadoodle bets we make on a daily basis. It's a private Discord server full of everything from Arches, CSGO, and Darts winners that'll make you sing 180 to Steve's flaming Hot Golf Picks and the Big Brain Phil Racing Picks, too. Head on over to thedgens.net or everyonehateswents.com, and you, too, can put on your reading glasses and join us in the book club. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Backdoor Cover Podcast. My name is Saxy Max. Today, I'm surrounded by the only crew who can solve my post-Super Bowl lack of quality football depression. First up, it's a man who's back from the city after helping pump my long-term position on Disney through his attendance of Aladdin on Broadway. It's Egg Burger. Egg, glad you're back safe and sound from the city. Do you attend many Broadway productions? Uh, no, not really. This was, uh, I think, the only, the only the third uh, Broadway show I've ever been to. Uh, the other two being uh, Rock of Ages and Jersey Boys. So it's it's been a while since I've been out there. But yeah, uh, my wife and I took took our nine year old to see Aladdin on Broadway on Friday night, and it was uh, it was awesome. Uh, I mean, I I don't enjoy the city part of it, but the show was great. Uh, the genie was incredible, and uh, my daughter had a, had a great time. Was there a, like on stage magic? Did they have the genie do some like actual pretty uh, like scary shit on there, like uh, flying around or anything? No, they had they had a lot of trapdoors that were pretty cool. They had some trapdoors where the genie like spun spun down in under the stage and then spun back up. That was pretty Whoa. neat. Um, they had the magic carpet flying, and for the life of me, I could not see wires attached to this carpet. Um, and we were we were in row L, so we were we were decently close. And yeah. uh, even when the lights were on, I couldn't see them. They, they had to have some kind of really thin wires on them or something. I could I, I'm sure, but I couldn't see them. So that was I thought that was pretty cool. Fascinating. Very, very good. Well, and last but not least, it's a band who has the voice, shrewd potting mind cast, and was rooting for Jafar during that uh, musical. It's Arch Stan. Arch, uh, were you surprised by Egg's report that, uh, you know, Jafar seems to have not won? No, I was shocked. I was rooting for Jafar. I was yeah, rooting had, for him in the movie. Yeah. You had the plus 20,000 or whatever on Jafar. He was going to win this time. Yeah. This right. time. That this, that this, that this time it was going to be this specific show. The, you know, all yeah. like Aladdin was going to tear his ACL or something like that. And no understudies available. That's what you were thinking, Arch. That, that's it. And I'm just happy to hear that Egg actually, uh, you know, gives his daughter th- positive things in her life, not just the misery of being a Dallas Cowboy fan. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you gifted her the Phillies yeah, as well could... on top of that. So uh, <laughs> nice and very, very good of you, Arch. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Yeah, we, we try to try to make her smile every once in a while, you know? <laughs> good. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you can balance that out. I'm, I'm glad you can balance that out. Uh, no, Arch, uh, what was the last Broadway show you've attended? I have never attended a Broadway show. Whoa, you've never attended a Broadway show. Okay. Well, you know, I have one that I think that you should attend. It's actually uh, a show that I attended last summer, uh, Book of Mormon. That one, it is a hoot. It is a hoot. Very funny. uh, From the minds of Trey Parker, Matt Stone, uh, South Park. 
if y'all haven't if y'all haven't seen it, you you must go see it. There is a lot. I mean, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm an adult, and I went with my family, uh, my my mom and my sister, and all of our plus ones. And I'm going to be completely honest that it would have been much less awkward if it was just myself and the sax kitten. So you know, choose your audience wisely. Egg, do not bring your daughter to that one, especially at current age. I'm just going to say that, or there's or there's going to be a lot of explaining that you're going to have to do with many things. Uh, but it's uh, musicals are fantastic. Uh, overall, art is fantastic. And one of the things, actually, that I want to touch on a little bit um, and warm up into, since it's a little bit of a slow betting day, um, some movie and film power ranking stuff. Now, Arch, uh, you and Tom have been doing God's work here, power ranking different film franchises, often horror, and most recently, the Alien franchise. Uh, throughout this exercise, uh, you know, you have kind of uh, found a system here where uh, you kind of use some Z-scoring uh, regarding different um uh, critic uh, websites and then uh, put it all together and you kind of uh, go through your ways. Have you found anything while you're going through this process, Arch? It's just some surprises and, and things like that. Just how high some movies get ranked or how low some movies get ranked. That's always a surprise. Got it. And it is it uh, is it that there are there's a, such a massive disparity between some of these movies within a specific with even you know a singular franchise is that what it kind of is and the franchise can range uh, to that level Archer uh, is is it more yeah. just that you're surprised with the, the results that someone actually uh, you know um, uh, liked the second uh, what is it Alien versus Predator movie or something? Yeah. Well, somebody out there. I mean, isn't that always the thing? Like uh, every movie is someone's favorite movie. Doesn't that just blow your mind when you're watching? The second Alien versus Predator, and someone out there thinks this is it. It this doesn't get it. any better than this. For real, for real. I I I, I see that now. Uh, Egg, I know in your lifestyle of culture, you find a way uh, to make it to see some action on the silver screen uh, when you're not witnessing it live on Broadway. Uh, but you you normally watch like uh, good movies, right? Um, I mean, I, I see some bad movies too. I I, uh, <laughs> I sure have the, the <laughs> I have the AMC A list thing, so I go I go to movies quite often. Um, oh man! And uh, yes, you know sometimes I, I've been to probably fifty, sixty movies in a year. You know here. Holy there, cow! But, uh, yeah, I, I love movies. I love going to the movies. Uh, I go by myself most of the time. Um, you know, I go to if it's playing in the AMC Dolby screen. That's that's the way to see it. That's that's the best mm -hmm. way to see a movie these days. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, I I I'm also pretty easy to please too. So. So Got even it. even if a movie's movie's bad, I usually find at least one or two good things that I enjoy out of it. Got it. Is, Arch, is watching a movie alone the most ideal way to partake in uh, witnessing a movie? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Um, hmm. Okay, I've, I, I, I've been I've been I've been by myself in a theater. I mean, like by myself in an entire theater, mm -hmm. and it was fine. But I've okay. also seen some movies with people that wasn't bad. There we go. I, I I see. Okay, I see where you're going. I see I see where you're going, Arch. Now, um, uh, I want to talk about some bad movies because I do love bad movies. And in fact, a movie that is very bad but is best watched with a bunch of people is The Room, one of my favorites. Uh, that is, uh, it is a full cinematic experience when you watch that with a bunch of others. It's almost like a live Mystery Science Theater three thousand kind of occurring. Uh, with you, you know, like as a, as a member of the audience, it's kind of insane. So yeah, but um, what I've pulled up right here is a list of all of the Razzie movies. Uh, movies that are um ha have some kind of relationship uh for or, or are uh, uh up for some kind of worst director worst picture you know uh worst on screen couple something like that 
And I tried to, uh, to apply some of Arch's power ranking model to this. So overall, uh, looking at these, uh, what we see here, um, I, I've pulled it up on our screen. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey is far and away the worst film. Easily, without a doubt, the worst film uh, uh, of the year. Now, did either of y'all see that movie last year? I did not, no. No, I skipped that one. You skip even even with your sixty letterbox ratings, uh, you somehow you somehow find a way to to miss that one. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even didn't even bother, didn't even yeah. bother with it. It appears only in theater for like ten days, so I I mean it, it, it wasn't hard to miss, I guess. Uh, Arch, did you, did you see Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey? I, it somehow slipped under my radar. I okay, it slipped under. Okay, well I will uh, I'm I'm going to send y'all some homework on this because the Razzies they are not for uh, uh, another few weeks here, so we actually still have a little bit of time. Uh, but here's the other thing that I was looking at. Listen, there are places where you can bet on the Razzies. Uh, right? Well, if you go to the Razzie's website, right, and you go here and uh, you look at the different things that you can buy, I'm not joking. We can join the Razzie voting membership as a team. We can vote on the Razzie's, guys. I'm just saying, look, we can stuff the ballot box here. We can get a light, we can get uh, ourselves and 25 friends to be voting members on the Razzie's. I'm just saying, like, we could maybe push these lines a little bit. What's the max? What's the max bet on a Razzie? Oh, what's the max bet? Well, uh, first off, I haven't found a, a, a book that I can bet on where uh, it, it's a, the odds are available. No one has listed odds right now. I'm not seeing any listed odds. So okay. that's part of the problem here. Part of the problem here is there's nothing listed. But in years past, they were listed in the two weeks prior. They were listed after voting all came in is what it seemed like. So uh, with that kind of curiosity in mind, uh, would any of you be betting on any of this stuff or uh, looking at betting on this? I know we have uh, talked about doing some betting on uh, Academy Awards, Oscars, things like that. Egg, have you ever bet on uh, entertainment stuff like this before? Yeah, I've bet, I've bet on the Academy Awards a few times. Um, nothing, nothing big, you know, just, uh, just a few bucks here and there just, just to have some fun. But uh, I've, I've, I've never bet on the Razzies, but I have bet on the Academy Awards. There we go. Uh, Arch, how about yourself? Well, yeah, I do bet on the Academy Awards whenever Tom usually does a pretty good job breaking it down. And he's made money the last few years on the Academy Awards. Never bet the Razzies. Never bet the Razzies. Oh, oh, are, are you saying that, that's not a suggestion. You're just saying you've never bet the Razzies. Okay. No, no, I've never. Okay. Bet, yeah. Okay. I, I, I leave that, that to I, you. I, I, we break it okay. down together and I let you. Use okay. Your yeah. Yeah. Money. yeah. Yes. 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 Absolutely. I'll use I'll use uh, my jazz peanuts to pay for that stuff. That's that's exactly. that's probably about the most appropriate thing. Well, uh, y'all know every Sunday I check in with the Backdoor Boys about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do in the next week, and what they like today. So, gents, it is a slow day, especially since all the Daytona race action has been postponed to Monday, as far as I can tell, and the United Football mm -hmm. League doesn't begin play until the end of March. So, uh, Arch, the hockey picks are continuing to cash, both in the primary and the secondary plays. Uh, you got a couple plays there that I saw in the book club, but overall, uh, how's the hockey grind been for you this season? I know that in years past, you uh, left that, um, that task to others, uh, but this year, with it falling on you, it looks like uh, it's been a pretty damn good fucking year. It's, it, it has been a good year, and I can't take the credit. You know, this is uh, Tilting did a lot of the legwork here. I just, I'm able to interpret his, his, uh, his uh, spreadsheet. So I, I put it all together and spit it out, but it's really tilting was the key, the key member here. Um, I mean, I did teach him everything he knows. Let's not, let's not. Well, well, yeah. right, right, right. Exactly. The, the, the student has now become the teacher. <laughs> it appears. Right, right. What are we like 25 up, 25 units up? 
Yeah, looking like on the whole season, uh, 25 units up uh, between both the primary and the secondary yeah. plays. Obviously, you still got some more today. Uh, I mean, it's, it's all working. It's all working, which is uh, very, very positive. And one of the things I know that you had talked about was the fact that it was apparently not supposed to keep working for as long as it has been. It's supposed to it's supposed to slow down. The primary models. Uh, is there is there something? Down. It will slow it down. It will slow down. Yeah, there's good. There's going to be regression. Right. Well, I think we're just going to tap out. I think we're just going to stop doing it because at Got a it. certain point uh, coming soon, <laughs> there won't be any more hockey plays. Like oh, we no. look back how we would have done historically speaking. And at some point coming up uh, through the course of the, like the last, you know, six seasons or so hmm. it starts to lose money more often than not. Got it. And is this, uh, is this going to be both the primary and the secondary plays that are going to be uh, saying bye-bye to that? We're going to have to, know the uh, primary, to bed? I know the primaries are done. Uh, I don't know about the secondaries. I have to go back and revisit the, uh, the data got it got it and uh hey i gotta ask you on it on a nice slow day like today uh where we only got like you know an nba all-star game and uh some hockey what the hell are you betting on yeah tough tough day in the in the betting sphere we got daytona has has been officially postponed till tomorrow so we got a double header tomorrow xfinity and uh the cup race so so that's at least something to look for tomorrow today today i i got nothing maybe i'll, I'll look at some some college basketball um, the only thing I have live right now is I have a uh, fifty-eight to one ticket on Will Zalatoris to win the Genesis Invitational, and he's uh, he's two strokes back of the lead uh, before he tees off today. So hopefully that comes through to me for me today. And uh, other than that, man, I don't I don't know. Tough uh, tough pickings today, man. It is it is tough pickings, but uh, you know what? When when we have a tough pickings day like this, we can revel in the glory of uh, how we did in the NFL season, which we will do in just a second. But before we do that, uh, let's quick talk about the book club. The book club it is our private Discord server, chock full of bets, memes, and other sports related stuff, including prime access to the Galaxy Brain Speedway Steve picks. Uh, you know as well as me that when the NFL cool down, it is the time to be in the book club because the NASCAR, NBA player props, and spring football are just revving into gear. On top of it, uh, those killing things with wheels picks, our men know how to pick things with balls. That's right. They're betting bowling and snooker. Uh, if you want to check out the book club and some classy folks, we'll give you a one-time three-day-for-free trial just to try it out. And then after that, it's either $15 or 25 bucks a month, depending on uh, how much access you want. All you have to do is head on over to everyonehateswins.com, and you can put on your gambling goggles and join us in the book club. All right, gentlemen. Let's revel in the glory of uh, the NFL season. Egg, I think this is a time where you should uh, maybe take the reins. <laughs> yeah, I had a had a had a really good good season, man. I uh, I'm just looking now. I finished up a little over 21 units on the NFL season, um, and of course, of course, Vinny Vinny beat me by about 12 bucks. So so he's <laughs> he's got the little the bragging rights over me on that one. But yeah, I, I you know had had a good season, the Super Bowl. Um, had had a ton of bets and about broke even on it, so that's kind of kind of what I expected when you're betting that heavy on one game. Um, last year I did really well, and this year broke even, so that's that's fine. But yeah, overall in the season really well. Um, hit a hit a couple futures. I had uh, uh, CD Lamb most uh, receptions and and uh, Dak Prescott uh, most passing touchdowns, so they they came through. Um, yeah, what else? Well, you had uh, the big. The big, the big one we hit was uh, the 
successful Bryce Young ladder, which is probably the first time it's ever been done in the history of football. We successfully oh uh, laddered Bryce Bryce Young pass, passing yards, um, one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL, and we we laddered him. Um, and that, so that, that was awesome. Um, I had the Deron Bland to, to have an interception. That was that was a nice hit. Uh, the Dak Prescott ladder in the playoffs was great. Um, yeah, so overall, overall, really good season. We had a lot of fun. Um, the, I think the biggest takeaway we all had was that uh, that especially Phil will learn that learned that uh, Jordan Love is a good quarterback and will probably be a very good quarterback for the years to come. Sorry, sorry to for for you, Saxy, for your Vikings, but uh, yeah, yeah, he looks like he's he's he he's the real deal. Um, that was that was probably the biggest takeaway from the book club because at the beginning of the season we all hated him. We all thought he was going to sneak, especially Phil, and even Phil finally came around. Phil finally publicly apologized to to Jordan Love. Um, it's but yeah, man. Go ahead, Zach. Well, I, I was gonna say, yeah. Thank you, thank you for uh, apologizing to my Vikings for again being stuck in a division with another team that's gonna have another like you know uh, decades worth of decent quarterback play. Well, uh, I, I'm stuck with a prime meridian of quarterback play in Kirk Cousins, and uh, I, I don't know whatever the else it, it, the hell is, is uh, seated behind him on the bench. Okay, uh, Arch, what were your takeaways from this uh, NFL season? You had you, you had a solid season yourself, right? Yeah, I did okay. Uh, not not near the le- the level of Egg or Vinny. Those guys are just up there. They're top shelf, top tier. They are. So, yeah, you definitely need to be following them uh, come NFL season. Um, yeah, it, uh, my takeaway from the NFL season is I don't know how the Chiefs did it. Uh, I think we have to do a little breakdown of the Chiefs in the off se- you know, during the off season. I think the Chiefs are probably one of the luckiest teams that have ever been. You know, it, the luckiest uh, playoff teams in the history of the NFL. Really, you think are you you're attributing to luck, not skill, not 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 having a high tier quarterback play, you know, uh, consistently. I mean, Mahomes somehow makes it work, but I think if we go back and start breaking it down, I think we're going to be scratching our heads as to how they've won some of these games. Yeah, it is. It is strange that their receiving core improved as steadily as it did uh, in the playoffs. <laughs> that yeah. there's 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 a uh, Travis Kelsey just uh, he must have had a little extra stick on the hands or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. It looked like looked like it was working. <laughs> What was that? Yeah, um, one of my big takeaways, I saw this on Twitter uh, mm. this morning. Uh, DK had like uh, 17% gross on the Super Bowl. Mm. That's incredible. They made $8 million. But Jeez. the big takeaway, MGM lost $4 million on the Super Bowl. Lost? I saw that. They, they lost money. What, what the if, fuck? Yeah. I mean, I know, I know MGM is like, they will, they will, they will, um, they will limit you. They will ban you instantly be win too. shout out to you guys uh, but <laughs> god damn i mean i knew their line stunk but jesus what's going on over there egg i i i don't know man like uh you, you know i'm banned over there so i yeah. I, I can't bet there I, I couldn't believe how much money they lost in the super bowl compared to the other books i think there was only like one other book that was in a negative and, and everybody else everybody else uh made money you probably saw the same thing i saw Arch. caesars so I think, yeah I think they lost nine hundred thousand. yeah, yeah and everybody else i think one uh, made money right yeah, everybody else made money. I mean, like I, points bet made money. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Win god, bet made money. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't, I don't know money. how MGM how MGM could be that different than everybody else, and how they and they lost that much money. Maybe everybody that was betting on the Chiefs bet it at MGM. I've I have no idea how that worked out. I'm trying to think that because they didn't have the most competitive overtime number, um, or uh, I think that was FanDuel actually that had the most competitive uh, overtime 
um, odds, at least day of. I don't know if that uh, maybe played into it. If they got, if they took a bath on some specific thing like that. Was there? I'm, I'm, I'm also thinking back as to whether or not they had any uh, uh, dumb things like you know uh, over under uh, Taylor Swift appearances on screen, etc. Things like that where they could have like really lost their shirt. I didn't, I didn't think they had anything crazy like that. But is that an effect uh, of uh, Arch? Do you think? Um, uh, an odds maker making bad odds or uh, uh, giving gi- giving the customer too good of odds in specific scenarios or uh, is is that an uh, basically they got they got hosed because uh, of their customer base their customer base were the wackadoodles that were betting on the weird stuff they what do you think it was well, I mean, I think one thing we have to look at is they, they do love to ban anybody who's got any kind of edge, even mm-hmm. the, even the you know, I mean, the, the sharps that aren't that sharp, they mm-hmm. ban everyone. So it's left. They're left. <laughs> they're left with nothing but public money, and the public money was nothing but Kansas City up mm. and down. There we go. And that's, so, so they took point. a bath there. So, so they took a bath there. So that you know, I I guess. So you're you're attributing it more to the population of people who uh, BetMGM keeps around. This is their own damn fault. Basically, yeah. If they actually had some sharps, they would have offset. You know, it would have offset some of that Chiefs money. I believe. You know, I I think a lot of the sharp money was taking San Francisco. I think all the biggest all the biggest bets I saw were were on San Francisco and and all the public money was on was on uh, the Chiefs. So there was there was more bets on the Chiefs, but I think more money on San Francisco. Yeah. Now, as a fan, I did love the season. Like, wow, oh, the yeah. Chiefs ro- rose up and and won another Super Bowl. Um, yeah. So fantastic. <laughs> so fantastic uh, for you, is, Mahomes is Jordan. He he is okay. I uh, now I think that's a really great comparison, Arch. Uh, how I mean. Mahomes, first off, he's not going to go to baseball. I don't think we're going to have to worry about that, right? You mean he's not going to be suspended for gambling and then quit and go play baseball? Okay, yeah, okay, that, 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 exactly, that, that, that one, Arch. He's not going to do. That's not going to. That's not going to befall him. He's. I, I, I don't think we're going to get that. So, uh, if we're going, if he's going to get that, I mean, obviously, there's talks about him uh, reaching up to the uh, Brady tiers of uh, having chances, and obviously, it seems like with the coach-player combo there uh, between him and Reed, that it is, it is definitely uh, within grasp, and that this is a team that is going to be a year-to-year contender in a Patriots-esque way. Uh, do, do you see? Mahomes himself surpassing what is it uh, seven titles or at least reaching that? I, I have a hard time seeing that. I have a hard okay. time seeing that. I mean, what Brady did is phenomenal. I mean, I, I Brady is the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL. But I do think, I do think Mahomes has that ability to. Um, he's got more athleticism than Brady, mm-hmm. and I, he does stay cool under pressure like Brady. I think uh, you know he's. I mean, push comes to shove. I think most team most teams would rather have Mahomes than Brady, but Brady was Agreed. the greatest quarterback of all time. Agreed. And maybe that's maybe that's the mind. Maybe that's the brain. Maybe that's the above the right. shoulders. Uh, Egg, Egg yeah. what do you think about that? Do you think that uh, Mahomes has a chance to uh, to surpass Brady? Do you think Do you, do you think that's uh, possible? I mean, it's as uh, as Kevin Garnett taught us, anything's possible. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I like like Arch. I, I have a hard time seeing him winning seven championships. He's got three, so that's 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 four more. But he's he's going to be playing for a long time. Um, I mean, we talked about it before Brady was basically two separate dynasties with with the with the. Um, with the Patriots, yeah. With the Patriots, yeah. He won three early in his career, and then had a I don't know, about a ten year gap. Then won three more, and then the one one the one with Tampa Bay. Um, 
But yeah, I think uh, Mahomes is awesome, and he's he's been to four Super Bowls already, won three of them, which is incredible. Him and Andy Reid um, are a great great combination, and I think I think it's you know the rest of the NFL should should be a little worried because I mean the Chiefs the Chiefs weren't supposed to win this year. They they weren't that good for most of the season. Um, they were good, not great. Um, you, you know they had no wide receivers. They had a great defense. Um, you're, but you're, you know, and they say you're not supposed to be able to win with a, an expensive quarterback, and uh, Mahomes uh, proved them wrong. You know, he he got done. He's his sal- salary cap hit is is really high, and uh, they still they still beat the team that that was built the way that they say you have to win now with a young cheap quarterback and build around them. And and the Chiefs Chiefs uh, they beat them with their expensive quarterback. You know. Yeah, you got you got a young cheap quarterback and uh, someone who is from the Shanahan tree, literally Kyle Shanahan, uh, coaching the team. There you go. Exactly. That's that seems to be the formula that everyone's working with nowadays, uh, more or less. But uh, you know, the Chiefs really do have, or sorry, uh, yeah, the Chiefs they really do have um, the the most valuable asset. It seems like in a Shanahan handler, which is uh, uh, in, in in the form of Spags. And Arch, uh, you had uh, posted that uh, Spags is sticking around. Is that right? That's right. Apparently, they're going to re-sign him, keep him going. There we uh, go. Spags is the secret weapon. I mean, Mahomes is great, but without Spags, I'm not convinced he has that many Super Bowls. Spags is the secret weapon, and I've been I've said this on this show. I've said it numerous times. They were one Spags away from taking down the Patriots and going to the Super Bowl in Mahomes' first full season. That's right. That's right. After after they finally dumped Alex Smith. <laughs> That was that was that was is that is that is that is that is that smart coaching right there? Given uh, uh, letting Patrick Mahomes uh, simmer for a year, Arch, did you think? Uh, well, it, it seems to have worked out just fine. Uh, I I've heard stories that they were planned on putting Mahomes in, into you know started playing him during during his rookie season because he was just that phenomenal. That that was mm. the rumor. But Smith was playing so well, so above yeah. his head, they couldn't justify pulling Alex Smith out and putting Mahomes in. There you go. There you go. And and well, and now that would be an easy. Uh, now, now that's an that's an easy pick right there. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's uh let's real quick let's real quick uh talk about uh one bet that I want to give out for today because I have one thing that I am looking at. We're gonna switch gears and look at the NBA All Star game. Have uh, any of y'all been partaking in NBA All Star weekend at all, Arch? Uh, y- y- I know you love your All Star games. Oh yeah, I love All Star games so much. Somehow. I, don't know, I just haven't got around to it, you know. <laughs> you just you just haven't been watching. Egg, have you seen any of the uh, NBA All Star Weekend festivities? No, just just some highlights. I usually like watching that stuff. I like the, the dunk contest is fun. The three point contest is fun. The the little skills mm-hmm. competition. I, I usually do like watching it, but uh, you know, time just kind of got got away from me yesterday, and I wasn't able to catch any of it. But uh, just some some highlights on uh, on Twitter. Very well. You know, it was uh, there, there was some fascinating bits. They had Sabrina Ionescu versus uh, Steph Curry in three point competition. That was actually a lot of fun. Very close. Very close. I, saw, I mean, I saw that. Yeah, Steph took her one by what two two points? I think. Yeah, to by 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 two baskets. And it, here's the thing: is like you could hear the announcers saying that uh, Sabrina just was like losing her legs at the end of it, but had so much time left on the clock. So much time left on the clock was was rushing through it. Could I honestly slow down a second more? I think that I think they could have tied. I think that I think that they could have honestly tied. I think that that was actually it was very it was very close. I think it was very I think it was really 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 close. Did you see the video of her winning the WNBA three point competition? Yeah, uh, insane. She missed she missed two total shots. She missed two shots during the whole the whole thing. It was incredible. It's it's unbelievable. Uh, like actually actually unbelievable. Uh, and the other the other thing that's actually a lot of fun that I watched last night um was the court. 
I don't know if you guys have seen this. Uh, the, the court that they're using, it is, uh, I mean, it's something that obviously you could never put into a professional game because, uh, I mean, you know that there's like some crazy animator that these stadiums would hire that would be like doing some Looney Tunes style, like, you know, fall down a hole or some shit like that to these players. Like, it, for real, though, it's like basically a screen underneath the court. Uh, and so, you know, it's like tracking all the player movement. It's tracking all the player running. It's it's It was both uh, highly distracting. Uh, it, it, it seemed like it proved uh, problematic for a lot of the players as they seem to be slipping on it uh, kind of a bit. Uh, but I'm going to be honest. It was kind of fun. It was it was it was kind of fun to watch. I kind of enjoyed. It. I would now for a professional game. I I would hate that. That would be that would be too distracting for this in this setting. This specific setting, I was kind of all thumbs up for it. I I, I kind of dug it. I kind of dug it. Uh, Arch, I know that you are an NBA All Star Game uh, and Slam Dunk Contest purist. Uh, but by changing the uh f- the floor here, uh, did you see this at all? Did you did you, did you see what the floor was doing or? No, I didn't. I just googled some images. It looks pretty cool. It's actually pretty sweet. I mean, I'm just going to yeah. say, like, for, for, for an all-star game, this is great. And I think that, I mean, you can see, like, all the player tracking and stuff like that. Oh, my God. Think about, like, if, if this was an all-star game or something like that, you could show, like, where someone had missed all of their shots from when they were, when they were dribbling the ball and show it, like, live on the court. Like, oh, here's all the spots that you've missed from it. The little red X's can't on the ground. Like, something why like can't that. they do that on, for TV? I mean, the, the fucking NFL, they, they generate the first down line, the stats, the clock on the field. Why can't they do it in an NBA game? Why can't they just digitally put it in for the tv audience well now see you bring up a great point arch i think that they i think that this is their means of testing the tv audience tolerance for this i think that this nba all-star game they're 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 dipping their toes in the water of doing this a little bit more and this could be something that we see more like you know if you watch the in-game you know uh king's feet or whatever like that you're going to start seeing them doing all the looney tune stuff i'm guessing i i would imagine that's what they move to because it does seem like it's uh kind of fascinating it adds a little bit more intrigue uh at least from a fun perspective um and if you had like a child or something it, it would absolutely keep them watching the game especially if it was uh i mean like you know uh, if it's if it's nba basketball that we're talking about watching here uh egg did you enjoy that entire uh, uh scenario yeah i saw i saw some i saw the court when they unveiled it like a week ago and I, it was really cool full full led court um i saw some videos of, of them last night really neat what would be cool if they did if they went you know for the game tonight went full nba jam on it and threw some some spots on the court that were you know instead instead of three points this spot's worth five points how cool would that be oh be man fun. see okay yeah see this is see well and i know that had, had they done something i'm trying to remember if it was the big three was it the big three tournament that did where they had the four point shot from the uh well behind the arc I'm trying to remember if that was an all-star um, game or if that was the big three tournament. Uh, Egg, are you, are you familiar with what I'm talking about? No, no, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Uh, Arch, you know the big three tournament? You know what I'm talking about? I, I'm aware of it, but I didn't know they did a four-point shot. I thought that they had maybe implemented a four-point shot. They, 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 I mean, they also did the Elam ending, which I think is going to play into this, and is part of my bet for the NBA All-Star Game. Uh, I have a risk-free bet with DK to drop here uh, on the All-Star Game, and uh, I'm going to hop on what I believe is the straight sucker bet here at uh, betting the over at 364, even, plus 110. Uh, the format, it's a little bit mixed up this year. Uh, for a while, it's been um, basically Team LeBron versus Team NBA PR second fiddle. Uh, so that's been happening since the t- uh, 2018 NBA All-Star Game. Now, uh, we're back to East versus West. Um, and the two East versus West games that happened previous to uh, switching formats uh, easily crossed the 364 mark. Um, now, obviously, again, we have Elam ending. We have a couple other stuff that's going to come into play here. But uh, where do you all sit on this total uh, at the um, 
you know, this is this, this, I, this is like a King's Pacers total right here, 364. <laughs> what the what the hell's going on? <laughs> Someone's drunk. Uh, but uh, actually, I mean that that is uh, I'm. I'm the 359 that is being stated here on action is an absolute lie. The 364 is the actual number that you're getting right now. Uh, so with that total in mind, Egg, what do you think of that? I think I think the over is the only way to go in, in in the in the All Star game. These guys these guys are here to put on the show. They're not here to play defense. Uh, they're just going to be chucking up shots all game. Some cool alley oops, some cool dunks. Um, that's 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 what it's all about. It's all about putting on a show. And I mean, we're all we're all degenerates here, and we all like like a good under. But you can't sit there and root for an under in All Star game. We got we got to go over on this baby. Exactly. Thank you, Ed. Uh, Arch, what do you think about this total? What you like? Oh, yeah. I don't know. There, is there a number high enough to scare me off? Probably not. This is going over. <laughs> Probably not. I, I, I agree. I mean, this. Uh, there have been games that have like gotten uh, NBA All-Star games that have legitimately gotten close to touching 400. I am not joking. 192 to 182 was the last East versus West. That's, I mean, we're, 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 we're 30 points short of, uh, of crossing 400 in that game. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's, it's in the ballpark. It's it, like, so like 400, we should just all bet 400. Should, can, can I find, I can't find an alt line. I, I try, I was trying to look up alt lines on this. I'm not joking. I was trying to look up alt lines on this. Could not find them. They, they, they would only give me my straight sucker play. They wouldn't allow me to get fancy to, to, to go, to go, to go alt line at arch. Like, uh, like, like the smarty pants you are. All right. Uh, I think that that's all that we got for today. I think that we we, we got to tap out on this NBA. There's there's no more nonsense for us to bet on. We're going to be excited watching uh, our Daytona uh, 500 on Monday. If you want to catch some of those lines, hey, listen, there's still time. Hop on in to the book club. But, homie, that's all we got for you this morning. Download, subscribe, rate our podcast. You can follow us on the pod on our Twitter at BackdoorCN, where we've got all kinds of small sneak peeks of the book club throughout the week. You can join the book club at everyonehateswins.com. And until next week, you stay classy, muchachos. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.